Welcome to the We Love Gaming Podcast. This is episode 60. Uh, my name is Marcus, a.k.a. Godly Sovereign. And uh, if you're new to the channel, then uh, welcome. Thank you for clicking on the video. Um, if this is your repeated time of coming back, then uh, we appreciate you. And keep clicking on the videos, man. Um, uh, like always, the Patreon and the shop links are down below if you'd like to support us. Um, and, uh, of course, we have a lot to talk about with games. Um, I say we because I'm not here alone. Of course, I always have to have the Thousand Game Slayer, Ray, a.k.a. Sir Knight. What's good, What's man? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um, you know, just chilling, playing some games this week. Uh, we ended up finally uh, painting the uh, baby's room. Okay. So All right. Room, oh, you get ready. You we got that ready, room ready. painted. So that that was fun, you All know. Right. Uh, I also finally put the – I went and I put a reservation down on the Steam Deck. Okay. And it said uh, I won't get – my option to purchase it until second quarter of 2022. Oh, okay. Not as bad as 2024. <laughs> yeah, not that far away. Yeah. But I was like, dang. But so, what's cool about it is like you, this Wait, wait, wait. But you said second quarter, though? Second quarter. So doesn't the Steam Deck comes like out June. this year, right? Doesn't it? It comes out this year, yeah, end of this yeah, year. Yeah. So I so won't even be able to get chance to my. I won't like get my purchase option year, until mid next year. Ooh. Damn near, yeah. Okay, all right. Which so, one did you uh, get? I did the five twelve. Okay, yeah. Five twelve. The five twenty nine. The five hundred twenty nine. Yeah. No way. Oh, no, no. The six fifty. Six fifty one. You got the yeah. big boy. Yeah, I put my name down for the six fifty one. Okay. Uh, start saving now, you know. But yeah, I feel like you kind of have to go that route. Although although the, the the 256 isn't too bad, but I was like, might as well just pop for the best one. Hmm. Um, but what's cool is like they're doing what I think we had suggested long ago with the PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. Just accept them, you know, and then and it'll ship you know when it'll ship. Yeah, they'll let you know when you're gonna get it, yeah. and just make the line long. The line will be long, mm -hmm. but you're gonna get your chance to come up to the front of the line and pay for your product. Exactly. That's how they should have. That's how all these companies. So another, you know, awesome, you know, fist bump to uh, Steam again. Like they're hit making, they haven't made a mistake yet. Yeah, they really they haven't made a mistake yet. So yeah, I mean, good for them. They you started know? good by introducing they started it on good the day that the uh, the Nintendo um, Switch OLED right the after the OLED yeah. Switch OLED <laughs> had uh, released their uh, registration stuff. Exactly. That, you know? So so that's what that's my week, man. What about you? Uh, mine's been cool. I've been I've been chilling. I haven't really done anything too crazy. I finished up the uh the game room, painting the game room. So I was doing some painting too. Um, nice. so I got everything painted, and then it's all about um starting to try to. I gotta clean the floors because I fucked up the floors. Like <laughs> I was in that bitch thing. I was Picasso, and I I didn't you need no splatting uh, everywhere. Yeah, I didn't need no ground covering or whatever. So my wood yeah. floors got all kinds of stuff on them. So I gotta pick uh, that off there. Yeah, I gotta yeah. clean them. Some and alcohol whatnot. or some. Uh, I think my wife had said she found something that was like uh, some type of a goo gone for like paint yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You could get like a jug of it and then yeah. you just pour it on the floor, leave it for a few minutes and then you just wipe it down. So I probably just end up mopping it or whatever. Yeah. So um, I tried to, I went with a little scraper and tried to scrape up like all the, of the heavies, stuff. The yeah, heavies, but it's yeah. But still like the little residue left. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take care of that, but. I'm trying to like start, you know. I I'm trying to get in there, man, because I didn't have my man corner of the bedroom. You know what I mean? I'm trying <laughs> you to get your man corner, yeah. Yeah, and I got all these yeah. ideas and stuff like that that I want to do. And then, um, 
you know, I'm I'm trying to like you know start it, you know, and move on because I got I got to build some furniture and then I'm you know bring some furniture in and stuff and then I got to get the uh the screen you know for the projector and everything like that so I can get that going right so some stuff but I'm trying to start on it you know it's gonna be fun I figure uh we could probably do um like a little uh, cribs thing room. <laughs> yeah. yeah like a, a Patreon yeah. you know cribs yeah. thing or something like that for yeah. everybody's game room yeah. so yours so our Mark, little gaming Mark, setup Mark have, might have a uh, a man corner. Two now. Oh he yeah, he got a he had a baby, man corner. I still have room. a man. I have a man cave still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But eventually, at room. some point in time, it's probably yeah. going to become a kids' room. But yeah, if you get number two, yeah, at some point in time, I'll have to make that switch. But for now, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You straight, <laughs> While they're so. young and whatever, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good right now because my kids like each other. But when they start, yeah, when they each start, other, <laughs> each other. I'll have to ship yeah. out. They're best friends right now, but yeah, at some point in time, right? Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and get into the quick shot. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is Netflix and them getting into mobile gaming. That's the route they want to go initially. Yeah, they said that they wanted to to do uh, games and add that into their repertoire. And um, they've decided that they wanted to, to start in mobile gaming. I guess that would be easier for them. And um, they, they also said that they weren't going to charge anything extra for uh, adding games to their service, which is understandable if you are going mobile, because half the shit on mobile is free now, anyways. So it's like, you know, why would you charge on a mobile game? You're probably not gonna get anybody to buy. Yeah. If you had to like increase it, um, but I'm, I guess like, I'm interested to see like what they're gonna actually create. I feel like it's just gonna be like indie looking mobile game titles. Or <laughs> yeah, we're still in the dark exactly yeah. on what kind of games they're gonna make. Are these gonna be interactive games like? What was it, the Bandersnatch or something like that? Or yeah, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Or, um, is it going to be something like that? Yeah, yeah. Or is it going to be like a full-fledged developed game? Or are they just going to like um, offer a platform for developers to put their game on? Kind of like, you know, Stadia or whatever. Um, I don't know. We don't know what direction they're going to be going with yet with their gaming industry. But I think they're trying to stick true to their, we're not raising the price on you. Um, not yet. I, I I think they're gonna try to stick with that. You think at some point in time when they they're gonna increase the price of the subscription? They raised the prices already. You know before. I think this is just a way movies and stuff like that and 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 everything. Like when they started adding more uh, original content, they had upped the price a little bit. So I I could see them definitely upping the price and just saying for some reason, oh it's not because of gaming, it's because of this or whatever. Yeah, it but later. there isn't like a, that's like a, a static inflation raise. It's not like there's a separate tier. No, that's that what I mean. Yeah. Right, that's what they I mean. They would just increase it all around. Right, but like for instance, on like Disney Plus, there's like a separate tier, like a premium access or whatever to like certain. Like for instance, you need premium access to watch Black Widow on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, which premium access is you literally have to pay thirty dollars to get access to the movie. Right, that one movie. That's what I'm talking that's about it. with on Netflix. They don't do that. Yeah. It's like whatever we make, you get. There's no like additional cost on top of your subscription free. Right, right, right. And of course inflation will make the prices right. But I think what they mean is like if they launched games right now, I don't think they're gonna charge you any additional money. Like right to now. To just play the games. To by just play the games by themselves. Right. Yeah. I think they're trying to stick to that. They might just that. raise the overall price of the Well, I don't think I don't think they are. No? I you think, think that that's what they're trying. They're they're trying to say that they're gonna keep it the way that it is. Mm. And okay. I think that's because like it makes sense, right? Like if I'm already a Netflix subscriber, mm -hmm. I'm subscribed to them for streaming shows and movies. Right. 
why would I want to be charged an additional amount for a service I won't ever use? Like the vast majority of people, not the vast majority, but a lot of people on Netflix are grandfathers, grandmothers, mothers, fathers, mm-hmm. boomers, right? Who aren't playing games, right? Mm-hmm. You and I would, but why is my, my dad's going to be charged an additional fee because they added content that he'll never touch? Like, I think that's their concern. It's kind of like on a YouTube channel. Like when you go and you subscribe to, let's say, a guy who does, we'll throw it out there, cooking, right? He does cooking. And all of a sudden, like he what's, transitions what's, uh, to movie reviews. What's Ant's uh, channel? Yeah, Ant's channel is... Uh, yo, is it Yo Ant? Or no, is it something else? I think it's just Ant's Barbecue Cookout or something like that. There you go. Yeah, yeah if you were to subscribe to Ant's Barbecue Cookout... Yeah, if you were to subscribe YouTube. to Ant's Barbecue Cookout, you probably subscribe to him because you wanted to learn about barbecuing. What if he all of a sudden started to change his content to uh, movie reviews? You'd be like, "Well, hey man, this isn't what I subscribed. This is what this isn't what I signed up for, so I'm gone, right?" And so I think Netflix would risk losing some uh, members if they're getting charged additional money for content they have no desire to watch or use. So right. that's why I think Netflix is determined to try to just slip this in to like their already existing services. Mm-hmm. And then of course you're right, like over time they'll raise the price for inflation, but I think they're never gonna they're never gonna make it feel like it's because they're adding in games. Or adding like a new tier on there that or adding a, a new tier on there. That game. I could see that would be make more sense, but it sounds like they've said in this last recent interview that they're not doing that. They're not raising the price of their subscription service. Yeah, well let's all pin that shit and see how it goes. Let's see how it goes, right? <laughs> so we'll see. <clears throat> yeah. But I, I just think that they're known as movies and TV. So you don't want to alienate your customer base. That's what you grew your customer base off is those things. You don't want to all of a sudden alienate them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And start yeah. charging them for something they have no desire. They didn't come here for venture. that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next topic that we wanted to talk about um, was Tencent. And it looks like they're uh, just about done with buying um, Sumo, which is uh, the developers who made games such as Crackdown and uh, Sackboy, uh, the most recent uh, PS5 exclusive. Yeah, um, which is so, a pretty high-quality game. Right, yeah. And uh, they're actually purchasing them for $1.3 billion or somewhere around that figure. Um, and that's uh that's interesting. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't, like what hits does Sumo like have? Well, that's what I was wondering. Why they're so thirsty for this company? Like, why do they want Sumo so badly? Not, of course, they're not getting. I don't think they're getting the IPs because I believe Microsoft Microsoft owns Crackdown. And Sony owns Sackboy. Sack they Boy. just like they do have their own IPs, but they're mostly it's like known contracting for, out. Yeah, yeah, they're mostly like Mercs for Hire. They're like contractors, like right? right? It's like yeah, we'll contract this title out to you. They do a good job with them too. There were some other games too that they did that were like remakes or um, they're not remakes, but they're like spinoffs of already existing IPs. They do a lot of that work, right? Right. right. So I don't exactly know what Tencent wants with sumo that's what's a mystery to me Mm -hmm. is i don't know what they want with sumo i don't know because supposedly they're going to be able to keep their contracts they have already oh with like interesting you know whatever um contracts and working they're doing with sony or microsoft they're allowed to continue doing that Mm. um i think what's crazy though is um 
I don't think I would want to sell my company to Tencent. I don't think I'd want to sell it to a Chinese um, conglomerate who's run basically by the Chinese government. I don't think I'd want as an owner to put myself in a position to be owned by a company like that. That's oh, weird. Man. But they did give them 43% more than what their market share was worth. Mm. They gave them 43% more. I'm wondering if the people that's on there, like well, maybe the people that own it are even like still there. Like maybe they just sold it. and Maybe. But I heard that all the upper management were able to keep their positions and keep working there. Hmm. They just all became okay. millionaires overnight. I mean, overnight. Tencent is a big company. Like, yes, Tencent's they own money. Legend of Legends, right? Games. Tencent owns a lot. So they own a whole lot. Um, and the most recent game that uh Sumo's been working on is Hood, Outlaws and Legends, which oh hasn't you're right come out yet, that was it? there. It has come out. It has come out. So that was their most recent yeah, game. Yeah, that's the most. And that's a brand new IP. So maybe right. maybe um Tencent gets that now. They bought like an IP like that, but they yeah, definitely didn't sure buy Sackboy. I'm not sure if the IP is is owned by Sumo though. Or if that's like a, well, it probably is. That's not an existing IP. No. So either someone paid them to make that, or that's theirs. theirs. I think it's theirs because it's on PlayStation and Microsoft. Right. Right. So right. I think it would have to be theirs in order to be able to float back right. and forth. Because if PlayStation owned that IP, it would not be on Microsoft. Right. Or vice versa. Yeah. So. So yeah. it's just um they got paid a huge sack of money. I think it's a it's a little scary. Because China is such a, um, I don't know, they're pretty evil um, government. And to know that they can just kind of like come and give you, I don't know, because they try to gobble up a lot of things. Like, you know, they've been recently trying to gobble up farmland in America. They've been trying to gobble up, you know, companies, American-owned companies as much as they can. Uh Sumo is UK-owned, not American-owned. Right. But there was another one, WAPO or whatever, something like that. That was a Chinese um, gaming development company. Okay. And they wanted to buy um, uh, American-owned. America says, no, you can't do business. The uh, American government said you can't do business with that Uh company just because you can't trust to know if it's Chinese, you know, if it's infiltrated by the Chinese government to the point where you're being spied on or whatever it may be. And so I just think that if... But I, but I, I don't blame them because they were offered 1.3 freaking billion dollars. Yeah. But China has so much money to think that they could just kind of come in and just like buy up a lot of our media and um, and censor it. It's more so like what I would not want. I would not want my um, games to be controlled by that government. Because you, you heard about that one instance where Call of Duty, I think it was Call of Duty Cold War or one of the Call of Duties had the uh, Tiananmen Square in their game. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Tiananmen Square. Mm-mm. Tiananmen Square is when the uh, Chinese public were po- protesting um, the Chinese government um, wanting democracy. Mm-hmm. They were wanting democracy because, you know, China's a communist nation. They wanted democracy, the right to vote. You can't. There's no votes that are really held in China. The Chinese government has... Um, uh, they recently just enacted their president to be a president for life. So Xi Jinping... <laughs> Like it's a it's a backwards situation, but anyways, yeah, the but people hey, were, um, you know, they were going against the Chinese government because they wanted democracy. The Chinese came in there and just killed them all, mm-hmm. and just like mowed them down. I so do it's rem- a stain on their history. Yeah, and I do remember that there was like some uh, wasn't there some protests going on in China? Oh, in and Hong Kong, a, uh, free Hong Kong. Yeah, there yeah. was yeah in Hong Kong, and then there was a um, and they arrested those people. I think it was like a was it a Blizzard player or 
or some player that was playing like a, a, yes. a really popular said Free Hog um, Kong and Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. Ban them. And they, yes, and you're right. Ban them because they were right. uh, they didn't want to uh, be under the the wrath of, of China. Of China. Yeah. Because yeah. they and still so, want their games published over there. Because they mean, still want their games China published is, over there. China has a lot of people in there, mm-hmm. so you would definitely yeah. want your games to be published I know. over there. But I do know that they have a lot of censorships and different things going on. So um, I guess what yeah, I'm saying I mean, is if like your game if your game is all all of a sudden uh, greatly altered. Uh, because of censorship i mean but i guess a lot of them have to do that like there's a lot if of you want your game over there in china yeah. but see and this and just because china's an evil regime you know like it's really hard like you know that they're ethnically cleansing the turks in their country and the turkish people um throwing them and killing them um making uh, de- uh sterilizing them throwing them in um concentration camps over a million so i mean they're just a rotten rotten co- government and it's one thing to be owned by like a private industry, but to be owned like by a government and then like a rotten government, I don't think I would want my company mm-hmm. to be owned that way. I would probably say no to Tencent, even though they offered me $1.3 billion. Because I would think if I'm that wanted by Tencent, there's got to be someone else out there who wants me quite a bit too. But maybe not for one point three billion, <laughs> which is why uh, I understand I it's hard to say no, man. But also, sell it off. is there a fiduciary obligation? I wonder, like in contracting or something between like the um, stakeholders and investors, that if you're ever offered like a certain amount over your value, mm-hmm. that you're responsible. Like, if, is I wonder if there's a fiduciary responsibility to sell if like a certain threshold's hit, because that's a huge percentage over what you're worth. Maybe if you're talking about you're talking about to your investors. Yeah, to your investors and there stuff. Like be. I'm wondering if that, that happened. That could be. And like you don't have, really have a choice. You you're responsible. We've been offered this much right, money. We everybody, just everybody we wants got to it. get the payout. That's why they invested exactly. in the company. Exactly. So. so that's a tough thing too. Yeah. But it's just it's could an be. interesting dynamic going on with this. Um I wonder I really do wonder had Sumo been American, had the American government allowed um that relationship to take place. I'm I'm curious. Because mm-hmm. Sumo is UK owned and different right. laws, different rules there. Mm-hmm. I would just be wondering because you know China is an adversarial country, how how uh, uh, that would go over. <laughs> um, but I think it's cool that they're gonna supposedly let them keep making the games they want to make, and um, they aren't going to make them cancel any of the arrangements or partnerships they have already. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean. And that's a crazy amount of money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tencent has their hands in a lot of stuff. They do. Yeah, Epic Games, mm-hmm. Supercell, Riot Games, Riot Games, um, Activision Blizzard, of course, Ubisoft. Uh, <laughs> See, everyone is like, uh, and what we mean by their enslaved. hands on them is that they've they've invested in these companies. They right. have stock in these companies. So, uh, Tencent is a uh, it's a big stock. Um, to purchase and Tencent has you know stock in, in right. like a lot of things so um, yeah but you got the tendrils too. everywhere man yeah so but yeah so um it's it's cool uh, congrats to the to them boys congrats over there congrats to Sumo, Sumo. definitely congrats is, uh, to Sumo that's, that's a, some that's some life changing numbers right <laughs> that's there, a huge amount know? of money man but, um, that's incredible yeah but uh, moving on to the next topic uh, we got the uh, Tom Clancy X mm. Defiant uh, mm-hmm. free to play shooter that was I don't know was it announced or it, they just revealed showed footage it was revealed it. it was revealed okay. and announced I mean I don't know if they... I don't know if I heard about it before 
well, I know that you that uh, mm-hmm. that they've been. It was like ghost dropped stuff. Yeah, it was like ghost announced. Right. I remember I sent a text out to the We Love Gaming crew mm-hmm. that Yubi was going to reveal a new game. Right. And it was like literally like the day before. Yeah, I mean they like, they've been talking about all of this like um, the free to play stuff that they're trying to lead towards and things like that, and we thought that it might be like extraction. Might be one or something like that. We thought it was actually Splinter Cell. We were or actually really Splinter hoping Cell, for yeah. Splinter Cell, right? But this is a Tom Clancy, but, you know, it's this. It's extrafying. Man, why are we never going to get a t- – I guess Splinter, Center is just, Splinter Cell is just gone, uh, man. I, guess I don't know, man. Does, we'll never see that game again. So I know, like, Tom Clancy is, like, this, uh, this I guess, like, this world or whatever. Right. Is the dude is the dude real for one? Is he alive? And uh, is all the Splinter Cells based off of like books that he's written? Um, like, I don't think they're based off like direct novels, but like they're based in the worlds that he's written. Uh-huh. So I think they might be like spinoffs or like stories on their own. Okay. I don't think like direct, you know, one word for word, yeah, stories from his books like Game of Thrones was. Okay, but like just spinoffs from his world. Um, and so they have all sorts of spinoffs. Hmm. from his worlds because it's all about military you know related stuff yeah and so this is a new one though this is completely new yeah i don't even know yeah what's interesting is you mentioning tom clancy i don't this game seems so kind of far out there i don't know how there's any connection to tom clancy here probably the the guns and like just the, the guns right the guns and, i don't know the military the gunplay is very Live action. I don't know. What but, did you think though when you when you saw the when you saw the gameplay and everything? Like, what did you think? Um, I thought that there was a lot of futuristic stuff that was in there, you know, with like the shieldings and like the different types of grenades and stuff that they had and and whatever. But I was just kind of like, okay, damn, another another like arena shooter. You know what I mean? Uh, another one of these games. It's like, okay, I'm not a big fan of these, so it doesn't phase me in the way that somebody who like eats shits and you know sleeps FPSs. like nothing but fps's yeah. yeah but i could see this being like you know something else that's like super competitive possibly as long as they do it right and it is actually like fun and whatnot then i could see a lot of people being on this and playing in tournaments and stuff like that for this game dude man this just i don't know for me ubisoft is like coming off they're like screaming desperate to me like they're so desperate to get a Fortnite, it sounds like they so want one so badly. Like they're making Riders Republic, they're making they're changing Assassin's Creed to Assassin's Creed Infinite. They have X Defiant now. It just seems like everything they're doing now is to try to get the next Fortnite. Um, they just sound desperate when they've been very successful with what they've made. Valhalla and Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Assassin's Creed, Creed Odyssey were like the most the highest selling assassin's creeds they've ever had yeah so those games are already successful in their own right mm-hmm. and they're willing to throw away you know it's kind of like the old saying you know two in the hand is worth you know a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush right where like you have something right now in the hand that's awesome yeah you're willing to like let it go away to try to get the two that are in the bush i don't know that seems like i don't know why there's a seems like there's this desperation to try to get the next big you know apex legends fortnite game under their wing when they're already so successful in what they do if they were struggling like stadia or something like that where they're really struggling to get something going on i can see them pivoting 
but you don't really pivot when you're winning, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's like, um, I guess they're just probably trying to maybe reduce the type of games that they're working on. Like once they find that one, then that'll be their bread and butter, <laughs> right. and then they can just okay. keep doing Assassin's yeah, Creed or some saying. shit. Once they know, find the man. next Fortnite, they can just dump everything into that and be happy. Yeah. Instead of yeah, all these branches. Just, yeah, they'll just keep one game and just keep advancing that game. You know what I mean? So they don't got to keep publishing new IPs and different shit. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. They're, they're trying, but I, I think it's just like all of that residual money. You know what I mean? Like all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they really, really want it badly. Like, yeah, They want I mean, it really badly. We but see it's what like, it's done for Epic, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like you know. But you're like hunting it, for it. That but, kind of stuff just kind of happens, I feel. Epic didn't make this, you know, Epic didn't make Fortnite with the idea or notion that this is going to be the next big thing on planet Earth and the whole world is going to want to play it. It was just fun enough and free enough mm-hmm. that it made it that way. Ubisoft is trying to make a Fortnite, right? Like Fortnite wasn't trying to make what Fortnite is today. They were just trying to make a good game that could make money. Yeah. They would have loved to have been as successful as Ubisoft is. You know, they weren't, you know, they weren't what Ubisoft is when they made Fortnite. Now they're bigger than Ubisoft, but I'm sure when they made their game, it's kind of like you were saying earlier, I could just hope to be this, yeah. right? Even if I could just hope to be Ubisoft and they surpassed Ubisoft, but now Ubisoft feels like they're trying to force their way into that realm and it feels like an act of desperation. Mm-hmm. And also, didn't this look, I'm really curious about your opinion, but didn't this look when you watch the gunplay literally, I swear, like one to one verbatim to Call of Duty? Yeah. I was just thinking you, that in my head. Yeah. Call wasn't of Duty. it like everything? The reloading, the the way the guns sounded, the way they fired, the time they, to kill? I mean, they look good. The like, time to kill was like, you know, you, you know, in Call of Duty, just a few seconds and you die. Right. This felt like a few seconds and you died. Like, one shotter. You know, like, yeah. like it was a Twitch shooter, just like Call of Duty. I was like, dude, this feels like a blatant copy, man, of Call of Duty. Well, I mean, and then they had the power ups, though, like you were saying, the shield and stuff, which is like, so what are you trying to do here? Is this like Overwatch meets Call of Duty? You know? Yeah, or trying to make it, I guess, more futuristic than the more Call futuristic of Duty modern warfare have been? You know, I don't know. Didn't the kind of arenas look a little bit like, um, cartoony or not cartoony but like a little bit like not serious um i don't know i didn't really notice anything like jokey joke about they didn't them. look like a, a military air force base right they had like all sorts of colors i mean i don't know i just thought that it was like maybe more pleasant mm-hmm. i don't know what the word would be yeah. whimsical it looked a little bit more whimsical i guess than like uh real life you know how call of duty is like real life or in a sense, how all the Tom Clancy's are kind of like real life, you know, like it didn't feel it felt like a Riders Republic kind of thing where like there's all these colors and paint and like um, whimsical in, in, in some ways. Um, I'll tell you what, it's free. So, yeah, you can't complain a lot. I right. know I'm like mentioning all these things, but to be honest, you can't really complain. I'll probably try it because it's free. Well, you can um, complain, but it's but free, you can so. complain, but it's free. So it's like <laughs> I can't say like this is a travesty or don't buy it, yeah, yeah because yeah. it's free, right? So it's hard to like be angry at them. Hey, it's a free game. I can't be mad at a free game. Yeah, you know. So yeah, so, I'll give I them mean, that. Um, yeah, like I said before, X Defiant is like it's a whatever game to me, and I'm probably never gonna try it out. 
You know, it's free to play and it's cool, but first person shooters like Especially that, like Twitch combat shooters, shooters yeah. and stuff like that, really ain't my thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a story and some good old RPG elements, and I'm there. You know, you give me that for sure. I hear so, you. So, um, I hear you. Yeah, but you know, speaking of like RPG elements and stuff like that, you know, uh, New World uh, uh, was also shown again, right? And they had like a more in depth like look at it. I think it was on was it on IGN or something like that. that yeah, the that, preview. That we saw one. Yeah. yeah, they had a cool little preview, and um. I know before when we had talked about New World, um, when Mark was here, um, he was like, he was saying that like some of the other stuff that they were making was like shit, and yeah. they pretty much like scrapped everything just mm-hmm. for New World. You know, mm-hmm. like this is like, this is the first game that Amazon would be making, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, that they developed themselves. Right. That they've developed yeah. themselves. And looking at this, man, it looks like it's pretty good. Like it looks like it's coming around. I agree. You know? Like when I saw this, that was like my first thought because the last we had heard was this game is garbage. Right. It looks clunky, right? It's 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 the gameplay isn't smooth. The world isn't that rich. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about how is it possible that a company like Amazon, like the richest company on planet Earth, can't make a game? Yeah. How can they not make a game? Like if they can't make a game, then I swear, man, how does anybody? Right. But looking at this new gameplay footage, I was really impressed. I was thinking, wow, Amazon developed a game here. Like, they really developed something pretty awesome looking. Um, I thought the world looked super rich and lush and um, detailed. Um, It was a world that I wanted to go into, Mm -hmm. that I wanted to jump into. Yeah. Um, I know right now, if you pre-buy, it's not just pre-order, but like pre-buy it. Then they'll let you jump into the beta right now. They're actually having the yeah, beta, right now, beta right now, a closed now, yeah. beta right now. Right. The game comes out August 31st. So I think between now and I think it was like almost the end of August, mm-hmm. you can play the game. Oh, you okay. will not be able to transfer your character over, though. So whatever progress you make in the beta, you will not be able to take into the main game. I wonder, do you think it's worth it? So that would be if you just wanted to. I'm curious. I want to try it out. I don't know if it's worth it, but if you're really dead set on buying it now then you might as well you might as well try the beta the closed beta and see how you like it yeah i'm wondering if you could just like pre-order it off of amazon you do and it gives you a steam code and then you could just cancel your pre-order i was wondering that too (laughs) which i think you probably can i'm almost positive you can do that because when you're pre-ordering off of amazon i don't think they take the money from you immediately right i i don't know that's a good point i don't actually i don't actually know but it's not like GameStop where you like put five bucks down on it and you pre-order. Right, it looked right. like you had to do the full amount. You had to promise to pay like the full amount. Right. But I do. I would not be surprised. If, I'm sure they let you cancel your pre-order. I'm sure you know. Um, <laughs> they might even let you Just return it after, you after the, the first couple code. days of playing it. Yeah. Right. You maybe you're like you don't like it, and they like, oh, okay, we'll return the turn it. You know. Right. Give you your money back, but shut <laughs> the code off. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, you know, it looked cool enough. To where I'm like, all right, I think I might play this casually. Like, maybe not seriously, but just jump in there and play it casually. Felt like I was, you know, playing Skyrim or something. You know? Yeah, I, I was like looking at this and I was just thinking, damn, I wonder how this would play on the Steam Deck. You know, like, Good. Would, this, would, be, would this be a decent one to like, you know, play moving around? Probably not since it's, it's you got to be online for it. Um, but Well... You know. When you're at home, you can play it. Yeah, but yeah, but you moving know, around, using it, using it, docked or whatever. 
you might be able to use like your phone as a hotspot. It might be. It might Maybe. be, but you're at fast the mercy of internet. your you're at the mercy of your, your cell phone reception. Totally, so, totally. You know, that's the only bummer about it, you know. Like, um, they said, Amazon came out and said mm-hmm. that they are going to give full controller support to this game. Oh, okay. so that's nice. why I said I think it would work great on the Steam Deck because it's going to have full controller support, right? And right. that's perfect for the Steam Deck. Yeah. And then I hope at some point in time they choose to release it on console someday. That would be nice, you know, because. Uh, I think it would play great. It's like I said, it's a manual targeting. Mm-hmm. So it's not click. So you're not clicking on enemies and then pressing a button to attack them. You're just running around doing your abilities real time, like an action RPG. Right, right. And you're hitting everything that's in front of you manually. Yeah. So it's like, that's perfect for the controller. That would work great on a console, I would think. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like you only had a few abilities. It's not like, wow, you have 45 abilities that you have to key bind. Yeah. It seemed like you have just a handful of abilities. So it seems tailor made for the console. So I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in time it comes out on the console. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be nice to get like a um another decent like, a real MMO, MMO on a console, you know, on right? It, yeah. yeah. I mean I think that uh, uh Elder Scrolls Online is considered like a real MMO. It is. So you're right. You know that's that's one that's on there, but I know right. not too many succeed right on console. That's probably the one, the only, only one that does. Striving. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that Blizzard hasn't like. Put their heads together and just come out with a console uh, World of Warcraft, yeah. you know, on uh, Xbox or PlayStation or something. I just think in my mind, you would have too to much shit with the. You skills could you could do stuff. it, but there's so many skills. Yeah. Like I don't know how you would do that. I do know they have the little keyboard attachments. I saw one guy playing. He was using his controller for New World, uh-huh. but he had just mapped it. So oh, okay. the controller support isn't in the game yet, but yeah. he had just kind of mapped it himself. Right. He had this little keyboard attachment. You've probably seen that to the bottom of your Xbox. And that let him use certain commands, like M for map, you know, to bring certain things up. And he could chat or use emotes. So It doesn't really seem convenient, but it seems like a way. No, but that would be one way you can maybe play WoW on a controller. Right. But uh, you you, you need a game like New World where you have few abilities, maybe five abilities at most, right? Yes. And you have no clicking. And if you did, uh, if you did that, you wouldn't want to mix the console people into the world with the PC people, because the console people would just get shit on all day long. Right. There's no way you can beat a guy with mouse and keyboard. Right. He's clicking faster. He's targeting you faster. He's pressing his abilities faster. Everything. Everything's faster. Mm -hmm. So you want to have like maybe a console server where like this server is for console players only, and then you could probably do that. But uh, but yeah, they never really tried to make some type of World of Warcraft version for console. Shockingly enough. Yeah. So unfortunate. I feel like that's like a, a missed, missed that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just figure out how to like streamline the abilities, you know, create like a couple of new characters that just have less abilities. I agree. Um, just make a little, like, yeah, a little uh, dumbed down version yeah. and, and have a separate server. All of the worlds over. And yeah. You, you go exactly. all the stuff, but you plan on the, the controls are just thing. a little different, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, on to the next game, uh, Skull and Bones. Yeah. Now. This is Finally. done by uh, Ubisoft, right? This is Ubi, yep. Yeah, and uh, they've been working on this bitch forever. <laughs> um, and apparently, it has just now hit alpha. Finally. So, like, think, okay, they started making this after Black Flags. After Assassin's Creed Black Flags, they started developing this game. Right. Because people love the crap out of Black Flags. Um, uh specifically the boat aspects you know yep. the sailing you know the the destroying ships on the water basically see it thieves so 
Um, Ubisoft has been working on this thing, and they just have not been getting anywhere with this. I don't know what the deal is, but they've just yeah, we don't know what the deal is. Pulling hairs out, trying to get this thing to go, and it's finally at the point where they can consider releasing like an alpha for testing, which is nuts because Black Flag is quite a few. That means it's basically done. It's now just polishing and testing. Yeah, but a lot I, I can feel change. Like they've got a lot, of a lot can change. Alpha to a beta. Right, a lot can change. But what I mean is, they have a game. Yeah, that's yeah, what. The, have, that's why this is good. Is they actually have a game, right? This isn't like with Elder Scrolls in design phase, right? Like mm-hmm. they actually have something built, right? And they have something that they want to start testing now. Yeah. And so that's what's really cool is like this is actually happening, because you're right. Back when Black Flag came out, which I'm looking at right now, it came out October 29th, 2013. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be eight years ago now. Yeah. This October. And literally, like, the very next E3, they announced Skull and Bones. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And I think most people out there probably already know this already. I think you agree with me that our favorite Assassin's Creed is Black Flag. Yeah. That's my favorite Assassin's Creed to ever come out. Right. And uh, Odyssey is my second, a close second. Because the reason why Odyssey is a close second is because they incorporate the Black Flag shipping um battles and upgrade system got you i don't even know if so, i don't know if rogue was that good i never played rogue okay. but they have the pirate ship yeah they released a second game with the pirate ship rogue right they just pushed that out they did like no work on that they just pushed it out right. to make i believe some money. it was like all of the same stuff that was in black flag it was just a yes. different protagonist yes on there, but Exactly. It was almost the same as that game, I think but it was, I a think much it was literally like the same islands and same area and all that. It was just and a watered down story. Another person. Yeah, just yeah. to get something out for the um, OG console owners. Right, right, right. Um, but when that game came out, man, I was so floored by how dope the ship combat was. I, I like, I felt like we had never experienced really anything like that. Mm-hmm. You felt the wind in your, in your, in your hair, man, as you were still on the <laughs> wide open seas, <laughs> you know, it the, was so uh, well freaking, done. The sea chanties and stuff like that. Yeah. Man, singing dude, the songs. You're just like tight, sailing. Man, it was man. so tight. Yeah. And so I was like, I want another Assassin's Creed like this. Please make the next Assassin's Creed like a sequel to black flag. I was so hoping for that. They didn't, but they announced Skull and Bones. So I was really pumped. I was like, okay, cool, fine. You know, you're going to make a different Assassin's Creed game, but you're still going to stick with what was so beautiful about Bat Black Flag, the ship combat, and the whole pirate's life. Right. And then it just disappeared. We never, like, heard from it again. It was like 2014 or 2015 they announced it, and we just never heard from it again. Too ambitious, maybe? Mm. I don't know if they were... You know, developing it and new consoles got announced, new games got released. And like, this is looking more, this is looking too old. We need to update and change it. And they just kept scrapping their model over and over again until they finally got it to a place that they thought would sell. Yeah. But I would have bought it if they just made it, if it had just been as good as Black Flag. Even today, I think I would buy it. Yeah. Because it was so good. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what they were so concerned with, but uh, it's really good news to finally hear that there's an alpha. Finally, yeah, that's so cool. I can't wait for this game. Yeah, man, um, I'm definitely excited too. You know, especially because I had tried to play, you know, Sea of Thieves, and there's just a lot of things lacking on it. And hopefully, uh, Skull and Bones will be able to fulfill that because right. if they're if they're steering the ship as anything like how it was, um, in Black in, Flag, uh, Black Flag, you know, I'm there. And Skull and Bones is supposed to be multiplayer, right? Yeah, no. 
Okay. Yeah, multiplayer. So I mean, this is the know, Sea of Thieves we wish we had, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if I can get you know some people on my ship that I know, you know, friends and stuff, and go out there and just be you know taking down ships and hunting treasure and stuff like that, like you know, it'd be dope. And actually, something to like use the money for. That was another thing that I didn't like about Sea of Thieves. It's like all of the money is used to make, uh, is used to purchase like uh, aesthetics. Like right. just like looks and stuff. No like, upgrades. You don't or actually anything. get to purchase an upgrade. So like, what's the point of me treasure hunting? Because like, you know, the ship hull looked cool when it's still as weak as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like no real purpose. You know, it's literally to just shoot the shit on the sea. Is what it is. Right. You know, I probably go fishing in that bitch, but gee, that ain't even worth it. You know. Right. So, but anyways, absolutely. Um, so man. you know, the skull and bones. Uh. It's cool, cool idea. I'm just hoping that it really works out because, um, you know, some of the stuff that I've I've seen on it looked really good. You know what I mean? Definitely. It just, just kept reminding me of Black Flag. Absolutely. I'm, I'm totally okay with that as long as they give me a different story and I can play with the homies. Then yeah, and I hope you can actually play. physically get out of your ship and walk around like you have a pirate. Right. That'd be dope. You're not just stuck on sea. You're not just stuck yeah, on yeah. only boat combat. Yeah, you have like a, a pirate that you can customize, a ship that you can build mm -hmm. up that you can, you know, Spedazzle it however you want to add like all kinds of stuff, you know what I mean, and just get in mad sea fights, but also get on shore. That's, That's the best feeling, man. When you upgrade your cannons and you go out there and you see just how much stronger you are. <laughs> right. That's the coolest part. Yeah. Not yeah. just aesthetic, like oh, I'm shooting more cannons and that look at that ship died faster because right. that upgrade. Yeah. That's the funnest part, man. Like right. you got to do that. Yeah, that'd be dope. So I'm looking forward to hearing more. I'm about the progress that Skull and Bones can make, you know, after this alpha mm -hmm. is out there, you know, that, it, you know, it'll hit beta soon and then maybe we can get it next year, hopefully. I'm but hoping that um, we see it at A3 next year. They reveal it. Mm, that would be nice. And then maybe even release it at the end of next year. Right, right. Or like next December or something Next like that, December. Or November or something. Because if it's an alpha, that means it gives you over a year, right, a year and a half almost to kind of yeah. like polish it up, get it to where you want. And then release that sucker, man. Right. So that's what I'm hoping. I'm pretty sure we'll see start seeing it next year. Yeah. Physical gameplay. Yeah, for sure. So uh, on to the, the actual first topic, because that's the end of the quick shots. Uh, we have the PS5 Digital Edition, um, which is actually getting uh, the lighter um, downsizing or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. I know we had talked about there being a possibility for um, a console-like revision. And um, smaller nano chip, and, yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be like the smaller nano chip mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And so it looks like this is the actual digital version that's going to be changed. So, um, you know, I know we talked about like the smaller chip and stuff like that, but do you know if there was anything else that was really changed about it besides just like taking out some of the extra innards that would make it heavier? All I know is that the system is not going to be like any faster or run any differently. I think they're just trimming the fat. Right. Okay. Just making it smaller. Yeah. Just trying to optimize the insides or whatever. Just trying to optimize. Or something like that. This has to all be in relation to the sh semiconductor shortage, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. I would a lot think of this. Too. Yeah. Um, also, I wonder why they are only doing this to the digital edition hmm. and not the disc edition. What do you think? Like, why do you think they're only modifying or lightening the digital edition? Um, uh, maybe because they're doing that one first. Like, you know, if we if we have like if we try to go off of any of our previous theories 
about these consoles and going digital and stuff like that, right? right? They get more mm. money going digital, mm. right? We've already seen numerous times that the okay. PlayStation stores uh, do not discount their games that often. Right. And if they do, it's not by much or whatever. I think you know? you're right. So it's like if, I, if I've if i pumped out both of these consoles, right, but the console, the digital console is more profit for me as opposed to giving you the one with the disk drive, which is a little less profit for me, um, then I would just pump out more of the digital consoles. And then hey, it's been scarce, right? But we fixed that problem. We got more digital for you. If you'd like it, you know, purchase it because it's available yeah. now like that. I think I see your point. Get more money on the back end because of the how much they're charging for their digital games. Right. Which cannot be purchased anywhere else. Right. It has to be purchased on their on their console. Yeah, they're definitely incentivized to want to sell you the digital edition. But another thing too, just to add on top of what I think your point is, mm-hmm. is I also think they're losing money on the digital console. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're really losing money on the PS5 disc. Okay. I think it's really close. I think they might be making a few dollars. Yeah, on the I mean, because we know the disc drive isn't. It's not worth that much, much money, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, the disc drive isn't worth a lot. So if if the digital edition is only missing, if that's it, literally, the only thing it's missing, right. and as literally every other component is the disc drive, then you know that they're able. They shot the price up a hundred bucks just for the disc drive, and you know the disc drive didn't cost that much. So I tend to think that the disc edition is making some money. I don't think the digital edition is making any money. I think they're losing money on each digital edition they make. Hmm. And so I think that this is a way to get those costs down too, right? Like remove some components, shrink it a bit, make it a little cheaper, and then still sell it at 400 Mm -hmm. to try and make up some money because – this might be revealing. This might be telling us that they never intended to sell this one for for four hundred. I oh, think they, they didn't that they were forced into that I, because, of because of the two ninety nine on the Xbox Series S. That I think that Sony was like, shoot, we wanted to sell our five for six hundred and our digital for five hundred, mm-hmm. but we had I to mean, drop it a hundred. They already get like a a way out because. You know the the Series S is the the three hundred and the the digital for the PS five is five, but the the size of the solid state drive has never changed. Right, it's still the same whether you get the disc or the digital. It's or the size on the X changed. Well, right, the, the Series S and the X, yeah, it's a half. Half, yeah. You know, so there's a reason why it's like so low. But and what the problem is, people is people look at the two and just say, oh, well, that one's 100 bucks cheaper. Right. And they both can only play digital games, so why am I going to go with this one? When in actuality, you're right. You're getting more money. You're getting more bang for your buck mm-hmm. by going with the PS5. Not only are you getting a larger hard drive, but you're getting a faster processor, it's a better the same GPU. Processor as the one with the disc. Right, and the GPU, it, too. They're, they're reducing it from, from the, the X to the X. Right. You know, so, so yeah, so you're, you're getting this, like, downplayed version when you get the S right. compared to the X. Whereas the digital compared to the disc is literally one for one, except minus right. the disc. That's it. 
The PS5 digital pound for pound is just way better. The only reason why I'm so impressed with the with the S is because I think it's perfect for a Game Pass universe. Yeah, that's the only reason why the S I think is just a wonderful purchase. Right, which I would con- I would recommend anybody. It's a great entry. It's price a great. It's it just, just it yeah, it's two ninety nine. It's so cheap, and you're getting a really powerful machine for three hundred bucks. Right, really power. Three hundred bucks is like so so small. That's a that's a switch. Mm-hmm. And um, you're getting the Game Pass, right? Was the Switch. Was the Switch. Now it's to be 49, right? <laughs> but uh, I just think that this is telling us that Sony was like, shoot, man, like we're gonna make, we're gonna release this thing at 3.99. But at and also why I think you couldn't really find too many digital editions. It seemed like when it first launched, mm-hmm. it was like 10 to one. What I was hearing, it was like 10% of the consoles being released were digital, and nine out of 10 were disc editions. Oh, okay. Because I don't think they were making much money on the digitals. Right. But okay. I think now, once we see these changes, for the reasons you mentioned, number one, they really want to sell digitals. Right. I think they really do. I think that was their, I think that was their hope all along. I just think they were hoping to get five hundred for the digital, and six hundred for disc. Mm. So I think their hope all along was to sell digital consoles. But when the Sony, when the Microsoft price came out, they had to drop their prices down, and scramble, and cut production of digitals and increased production of discs to make some money yeah. until they were able to make these changes. And I think like now when we see these changes coming out, I think you're right. I think they're going to start pushing when this new model comes out, they're going to start pushing more this digitals, one right? yeah. than the disc edition. I think, I think I definitely think that there'll be more digitals available now just with the definitely alteration. I think so too. And then I think eventually they'll probably get to it too for the, uh, the disc. It'll just be a matter of time. I right? think they just want to get the cost down to where it's not costing them money to make it. Yeah. They don't care if they're not making money on it as long as they're not losing money on every sale. Right. Because you're right. They want to sell digitals because that's where they make tons of money. They have a monopoly on digital on their PSN store. Right. We, got, it was, we saw that lawsuit a few months back, right? right? People are like, we can't buy anything, but nothing's on sale for us, right? Mm-hmm. So Sony wants to give away digitals. But I think they're losing money on every console sale, and they're like slow rolling it until yeah, just this console. Yeah, trying to figure out how to like you know mm-hmm. switch it so they can offset it and whatnot. So, yeah, so yeah. that's what I think this is all about. So I mean, that's cool. I I totally hope that um, people are able to get consoles soon enough. Um, that too. And they just have to decide whether they want to wait on a disc or they want to just get the digital. You know what I mean? And and just deal with it. This is know, probably but, a way to increase supply. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if that would if that would happen, right? If more people get PS5s in their hand, then maybe that incentivizes more PS5 only exclusives instead of getting all of these that are on every damn, you know, like PS5, PS4. You know, like right. I'm tired of seeing that. I just, I want to see PS5 onlys more. Me too. You know? We've been talking about that before, that. right? I want to not have to pay an extra 10 or whatever just to get my PS5 features later on right. when they decide to, to right. do it six months, seven months down the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I want I want my shit now. I pay for it. I want it now. Yeah, know? and we want more Ratchet and Clanks and Returnals, games that take advantage of the hard drive specific to the PS5. Right. We want games developed for the PS5. It still seems like everyone's developing games for the PS4. And they're just being ported over mm-hmm. to the PS5. We're not getting a lot of like PS5 tech. Yeah. Which that won't happen until they sell more consoles, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but hopefully this pushes in them in that direction. More yeah. people can buy a digital, if anything. And we can see more games start to get developed for the PS5. For sure. 
So um, on to the next topic. We have mm. Steam Deck. Lots of Steam Deck news. Yeah, Steam Deck, Steam Deck, Steam Deck, Steam Deck. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it's it's the talk of the town. I mean, yeah, it is. Uh, once they they you know showcased it uh, like uh, a week ago or so, um, it's just been anything everybody's talking about. You know, what I mean, it's it seems like it could be a game changer. You know, uh, there was a lot of talk about the differences of the models, you know, with the 64, between the 64 having the eMMC mm-hmm. um, hard drive compared to the 512 and the uh, 256 versions that had the solid-state drives. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, you know, there's a lot of people basically saying that the base model, you shouldn't get it. You should just get the second one or the third one um, because of that, you know, and, and having that. But um, there's people who have, played the games uh you know and they've used just sd cards to run the games off of and they said it's worked just as well so you know there's been definitely talks trying to debunk that so that you can feel solid enough to purchase the 64 gig one and then just add yourself a nice big 256 you know uh sd card and still feel good about yourself yeah i think cheated i think that is um that never really, I don't think that really crossed your mind or my mind. When we heard we can expand it with an SD slot, we were like, oh, well, dude, we're good then, right? Yeah. I think the reason why we wanted the solid-state drive was not necessarily for the space, but was for solid-state drive. Yeah. yeah, load times. Right. We just wanted faster load times. The 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 MCC, the, the, the EMMC? Yeah, the EMMC hard drive. Yeah. Will run games perfectly fine. It just will be slower load times. Yeah. And there might be some games you actually can't even fit on that amount of storage. Unfortunately, like you can never fit Call of Duty on that. Yeah. On that like system. Gigs or right. Like but that. you could put it on an SD card. Right. And so we were just like, well, it's fine. You can expand the hard drive with an SD card. We're good. Mm-hmm. But a lot of there was, you know, one channel in particular, Review Tech USA, who started spreading this rumor around. It became a rumor, really. Right. That you can't play games on a solid on an SD card. Like, you can't, certain games, like, right. if you wanted to play, like, an open world game, like GTA or Skyrim, there's yeah, too much to process it. that the hard drive can't do it. But, so, all of a sudden, there was this concern, like, do not buy the base model. Like, do not buy it. You're not going to be able to play the games you want to play on it. Right. AAAs are going to be hard to run on that SD card. Well, Valve came out, the lead designer, Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Yang, yeah. came out and said, hey, just so you all know, there's no problem. The game, the system runs great on SD cards. Literally every demo we showed, um, the preview to IGN with, mm-hmm. they were all ran on SD cards. Mm. So when you saw Control running, when you saw Death Stranding running, because right. that was the demos they let us see, right. Death Stranding is an open world game. Yeah. Very demanding open world game. Mm-hmm. It's it's brand new. It's newer tech than GTA and Skyrim is. And it ran perfectly fl- fine. Lawrence came out and said, yeah, those are all run on SD cards, just so you know. He kind of just came out and dispelled the rumors yeah. and just kind of said, you're wrong. Right. The system runs great. The only thing you're going to have is longer load times. That's literally the only thing you're going to experience. So if you buy an SD card and you put your games on that for your Steam Deck, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to run your games just fine. You're just going to have to wait longer for the game to load in, which that's doesn't matter to some people. Yeah. Some people, that just that doesn't matter at all, you know? We've gotten spoiled. We've had PS5s now for almost a year. Yeah. And so we know what the what it's like to have a game run off in a solid state drive. It makes all the difference in the world for my gaming experience. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like you. 
I want either the the mid range or the high range model. That's what I want. Right. I wouldn't get the, but not because the games won't play on an SD drive. Nah. There will come a point in time when my five twelve is we'll full, full. Yeah. and I'll put some games, like I'll put indie games and stuff on my SD drive. I have no problem doing that. Yeah, I feel like you would just save like the more the more possibly taxing games to be on the SSD. Right. Just so that you know that you just I guess making sure that they'll load uh quickly exactly um, while you're playing them but yeah i was definitely i never was um worried about like uh the games you know playing or not playing right because they they exclaimed several times that you could play anything on this just like you could play on a pc exactly it's just a matter of yeah my load times. so it's like okay well if the base one doesn't have an ssd then i gotta go to the second one at exactly. least exactly to be able to get exactly that. we um, never were concerned that we couldn't even play games in an sd card right but that was the rumor that was floating around that yeah. you can't even play them on this thing it's like really that's not how i understand things yeah and um it's it's funny that they that you know as soon as i came out they immediately shot that down and then they also uh tried to, to talk about uh stick drift um that's been a crazy issue with controllers these days mm -hmm. you know from the xbox to the PlayStation, really all the, the way switch. down to that damn Switch. Yeah. Um, you know, having the stick drift, and I doubt that they fixed the shit on the OLED. They didn't. So, um, it know, came out gonna, that they didn't. Yes. Yeah, so they made no changes to it. have these issues, right? And the only bonus um, is Nintendo will fix it for free, but you have to wait three right, weeks or whatever to get your to controller back. Out, you yeah. Know, you know, find out if oh, if you still have the issue or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, Valve has come out and said that hey, this Steam Deck. We've made every effort to not have uh, stick uh, stick drift issues on there, so um, I'm not sure exactly what uh, lengths that they went to to make sure that this was um, incapable of happening or or very rare of happening. But um, you know, it's just one of those things we'll have to see. You know what I mean? But you're you're talking about like a model of, of controllers or whatever that's built into it. So it's like if you have stick drift and there's some shit you going can't on fix it inside of it's it. in your yeah, whole system and yeah, they get gotta, fixed. Yeah, yeah. You it's not like a Joy-Con you can slip off and send a Nintendo right, and use right. your other you controller. You just got yeah. spare ones right. that you can put in. You know, so um, it's major issue. That. You're right. That's a great point. And um, that's a major concern for them. And how you were what you were talking about earlier when you said that you had pre-ordered uh, mm -hmm. the Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that they made it like that, it seemed like it was uh, in direct response. To the bullshit that was going on on eBay where people were getting these pre-orders and then immediately putting them on eBay mm -hmm. to sell like for like double the amount like 1500 like huge yeah, amounts of money amount yeah. of what it would cost for them when they get it to mm -hmm. just say hey I got the pre-order I could transfer the pre-order to you and you'll be solid like that's crazy and, and it was it was dope that eBay went in and started removing all of them shits right. off of there because it's, that's like so foul, man. You rushed in there with your 80 <laughs> computers, got mad pre-orders on your shit because all you had to do was pre-order. Like you didn't have to right. actually give any money for right. it. And so then, boom, it's like you just selling it. That's like that's like doing the stock trading with the money that they give you before your money's come in and you've already bought stuff and then sold it off. Before it even you know, came before in. Before it right. didn't come in. And all you're just doing is just making money. Mm -hmm. And you haven't even gotten any money withdrawn from your account. And it's like, kudos for the people that is actually able to get it off. But it just sucks ass for, uh, you know, gamers like me and you who would actually want to get this system. And it's like, right. you know, now you 
are forced to wait until mid 2022 to time. be able to to get the console. It's like, yeah, you got it locked in that you could get it, but you have to wait like almost a half a year just to be yep. able to get the console in your hands because a bunch of people just start buying up all damn pre-orders just so they can try to sell them off. Yeah, this it. is like scalping on a whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. When you it's go to almost the, worse than the PS5. It's way worse than the PS5 the because those are actually in hand at least. Yeah. Like the people took a picture of their physical PS5 right, and right, say, right. hey, 1200 yeah. But it's like, okay, at least you're getting something physical. Or you go down to you know the NBA Finals and do that the tickets tickets there's a physical thing i'm getting right this is a freaking <laughs> reservation pre-order dude and, you and gotta, it's like you got a guesstimate like you pay yeah. to get the, your, your guesstimated pre-order date is sometime yeah. in the first quarter like that's so weird and you're like what if you don't get it like what if something happens with stock and yours drops off i just paid you fifty hundred dollars <laughs> this is like scalping on a whole another level to me and so yeah. like yeah i think this is where like come on let's cut enough already let's yeah. nip this in the butt it's which is crazy, why it was man. dope that ebay came out and said now nah, we're ripping these off yeah killed that whole train mm-hmm. you know when you have it in your hand and you want to sell it and someone's willing to pay you more fine yeah but you're trying to sell me a but digital pre-order man. come on Come on, dude. Come on. I could totally see if you got the damn uh console like and it's like November and you want to sell it. I mean, they do pre order selling and stuff like that for like shoes and stuff. And I still don't be agreeing with that, you know, but right. I mean, you know, you want it, you want it. I mean, so I, I know it's out there. I know they do pre order sales and all that stuff, but it's just like, damn, man. There should be, there should literally be no reason why you get this pre order thing. If you can lock in that you get in a console, that just gives you more time. Right, to save just hop in line, man. Unless you, unless you just balling and you want to just throw your money away just to get it. You know, it's not even you're not even getting it like before the console's even released. You're just getting it when it releases. That's yeah, you're and and you're right. If you're balling, but at least wait till that person has it in hand. Yeah. Before you pay him for it. Right. I'm not going to pay you when you have nothing in hand. Yeah. How do I know you're going to get it for sure? Like, wait until at least the dude or whoever's selling it has the console in their hand and you want to spend extra money on it, then do that. Yeah. But wait until then, man. At the very least, don't do this. Don't pre-order it. Don't, don't, don't buy a pre-order. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I know you were saying something earlier about the Steam Deck and RAM. So what were you talking about? Yes. So originally, uh, I had it here, I believe. Um, the Steam Deck originally launched according to the specs mm-hmm. when we saw it last week. Right. That it was listing and showing the Steam Deck had a memory that was dual channel LP DDR5. Uh-huh. Dual channel. So decent gigs, RAM, right? 16 gigs of dual channel LP DDR5. However, it's been updated. Hmm. So Steam came out and updated the RAM saying that there that um, it now states that the handheld device will have quad channel RAM instead. Hmm. So not dual channel, but quad, quad. channel RAM, which will make it much, much faster all around, which I think also alleviates some of the fears of like, the um, SD card. SS, um, yeah, because SD the RAM will just hold whatever it needs to in the world in place for you. Right. All the assets. You don't need an SD. You don't need a, a, a normal SD. 
you know, hard drive mm -hmm. to run these games when you have that much RAM and it's four channel and you have a lot of VR RAM, you're not going to have issues, I think, playing games on your on your SD card. You're just yeah. not going to have problems. So this is just even more good news. So I feel like it's just been good news after good news after good news with the Steam Deck. Yeah. They've done all the right things. Oh, man, like it's exciting. There isn't like any of these hiccups that we normally, you know, experience with these console launches. You learn about something after the fact, right? That it's not going to do this or not going to do that. It's really only been telling us, oh, we're, this is, it'll do more. Oh, actually, you're going to get to do this, get to do that. Oh, your SD cards will work great. Oh, actually, we have faster RAM than we originally told you that you did. Like, it's just really cool, man. Yeah. A lot for of sure. fun news. So um, that brings us to this question. Uh, this this big question like as mm. as good as the steam deck seems and sounds um you know looking at it as a whole like what like what games do you think would actually be good to play on this steam deck i mean you know like to go wise i mean we already know that if you were to mount it and then hook a, a computer screen up to it it would be just like any other PC right. or whatever, or like a, a decent, you know, good PC. So as far as like on the go, what games do you think would even be like decent enough to try on this thing? Yeah, so I think that I have run into this problem because I have a Switch Lite. Mm -hmm. I don't have a dock Switch. Right. So every game that I get on my Switch, I have to play in handhold mode. I don't have a choice in the matter. Right. And for the most part, I haven't been bothered by it. I thought Hades was great. I like Mario Tennis Aces. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the games I played were great. Yeah. But there were times that I had wished I had a television to plug in my um, High Rule Warriors Age of Calamity. Right. That new one that came out. Yeah. It just felt like it was too much on a little screen going on. Yeah, it's a massive battlefield. Yeah, it's a massive on. battlefield going on. It didn't feel epic enough on that little screen. Right. So I've run into some games where I've like, gosh, I really wish I could just attach this to my television and play it on there. I think it'd be so much. It would help the scope of what this game's trying to be better. Mm -hmm. So, and also I think like emotionally gut-wrenching type games that are like Last of Us 2 type games yeah. are going to be much better played, you know, in the quiet of your room, not on the train going to work, right? But or in the backseat of the car. Or, or in the backseat of the car. That's not going to really, you know, communicate what this game's trying to do. Yeah. So I do think that there are some games that are going to be better played on a television versus a handheld mode. Mm -hmm. Those games, to me, you know, would be like action-oriented games. A game like Returnal, you know, those type of games. Of course, you can't play Returnal on right. the Steam Deck. But, you know, uh, I would think something like Days Gone, in my opinion, would probably be fine on uh, the Switch. Yeah, I uh, think on the Steam Deck, you mean? On the Steam Deck, not Switch, yeah, yeah. on the Steam Deck. I think, uh, like, Spider-Man would be yeah. a really good one. I think that'd be perfect you know, on the Steam Deck. The web slinging and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That would be a solid one. Um, I'm not sure if uh if Horizon would be a good one to play mobile. It might be, but I was just thinking about that too. I wasn't sure either. It kind of is like Spider Man mm -hmm. in the sense that it's primarily action based. Yeah, but it is a little bit more technical. It's not just as twitchy and fun as Spider Man is. Yeah, where like you got to be kind of careful. You might sneak around a bit mm -hmm. to where I don't know how conducive that is to playing in the back of your seat in the back seat of your car. Right, you might want to be in your room focused, going at it. 
But a game that's like high intensity, high action, Spider Man is like a really good example. I think that'd be great on the go. Mm-hmm. Something like that would be perfect. Just anything that forces you to kind of keep playing in the action right. would be a great game. Triple yeah, A game to, on the go. Control to, is a great one, I think. Control, yeah, like they yeah, demonstrate, was a great one on the on that switch. Yeah, I feel like I when mean, you're Steam trying Deck. to uh, observe like all of the landscape and different things like that, and and kind of be immersed in this world, mm-hmm. it might not be as good um, when you're playing it like on the go. You know, because you're you're really um, observant of everything around you and whatnot most of the time when you're using these things. So, but, um, you know, as far as like all the games and stuff go, I'd, I'd have like, you know, my whole library on there. I would just have like, you know, a couple of them that's like, oh, I'm gonna just play, you know, like I've always wanted to play. Um, I think it's scavenger or something like that. Or I keep forgetting the damn, the, the damn. Is it survival? Um, is it a survival game? It's a, uh, it's a game where you play like this little marshmallow guy. Or whatever and it's like an indie game and um you're basically just like collecting stuff um and you start off on this island and then you kind of like build oh bridges. forager forager there you go i don't know why i keep saying yeah scavenger. forager forager was a dope looking game and i've always wanted right. to play that one and i feel like something like this you know would work oh really yeah like forager, dude so. steam deck is going to be wonderful for indies yeah like moonlighters you know these type of games like even the one i mentioned earlier today death's door i think it would be beautiful on the yeah. Steam Deck. Uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow Knight games, would be yeah, great would be on the awesome Steam Deck. Man, yeah. Like all those. And they'll run at 60 FPS. Mm-hmm. They won't run at 60 FPS on the Switch. But on the Steam Deck, those indie games, you can run those at 60 FPS easy on this thing. Yeah. Right? And it has a 60 <laughs> FPS screen. So right. it's like you're going to – it's going to be really, really great. Um, and if you really want to play – your system can play those. Just plug it into your television. Yeah. Buy the dock or buy a – aftermarket dock and you could plug it into your TV and play The Last of Us on your big screen. Yeah. Right? You can yeah, still I'm have that experience. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, to yeah. own the game on it. It's just, you know, as far as like playing it on the yeah. go or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you know, that's I guess I guess the question is more so I guess what you're getting at too is like how well do like really Sony games translate to handheld? Like mm. like if if like let's say Sony decided to get into this you know ring now. Now that Steam Deck's in there, well, they there. And Game they Pass. just got their toes dipped in. They got they put a full foot in. You know, they got two games. Horizon, yeah, they just dipped their toes. Gone, but, yeah. but what if Sony decided, hey, we want to get into the handheld game now? It looks like Microsoft is going to be pulling ahead on in this because the hand because the Steam Deck is basically, in my opinion, a Game Pass machine. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be perfect for that. Yeah. So Sony's like, well, what do we do if they ever launch their own system? Right. That could play like all their PS4 and PS5 games on the go. Right. How conducive really is PS4 and PS5 games to wanting to play them on the go? Right. Like a lot of Nintendo games, you kind of want to play on the go. Go. You want to play Mario Tennis on the go. Yeah. Pokemon on the go. You want to play these games on the go. They're really good handheld. Right. 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 But how conducive are Sony's types of games? Like you were mentioning, Forbidden West, right? Mm-hmm. Last of Us. You know. Uh. Detroit Become Human, these very immersive, cerebral, you're really intense games. How well do those kind of games really play handheld? You probably don't want to play them handheld. You probably want to play them on your television, right? So so maybe Sony just isn't incentivized to get into this game because their games aren't conducive to that way of playing. Or or they start dropping some of them old school gems that work well with that. You know, like they start adding the the Drake's Uncharted, you know, the God of Wars. You know, some of those those older games that, 
you know, would work really well mm-hmm. with that. But I mean, even if they didn't, if they just started putting more stuff on PC now that the Steam Deck's been revealed, that's just gonna right. increase their sales exactly. Tenfold, you know, exactly. It's like, oh shit, if you ever did want to play Last of Us Two while you in the backseat, you can. <laughs> you can. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just the choices, right? Like that, I think. Yeah, yeah and that's what we all want is more choice. We want more choices, right? right. More freedom for sure. And so, uh, for our last topic of the day, choices, EA Play 2021, they gave us a lot of choices to look at for stuff that we might like um, for this uh, this little showcase that they mm-hmm. did recently. Um, they showed us quite a few games. They showed us uh, Grid Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed us Lost and Random. Uh, they gave us some more Knockout City. I think it's season two that they were talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, Apex Legends, they added a new character. And of course, Battlefield 2020, uh, 2042. Uh, they tried to showcase some more of that, uh, get you interested in that. And then. Uh, the big part was Portal. Yeah. yeah Portal mode. Big, yeah, Battlefield Portal, which allowed you to, to do like an amalgamation of like all of the their, their good, yeah. you know, Battlefield games or whatever, mm-hmm. and just take bits and pieces, you know, make a bitch type of, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like stuff. On yeah. There. So. Um, you know, that was, that was interesting. I didn't, I didn't really feel like it's, uh, it's like, like doable for some of them. Like, why would I have like an old ass, like World War II gun against like some type of, uh, you know, modern warfare type of, you know, (laughs) right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to shoot my musket off or nothing like that. You know, as somebody, you know, with an AK or something, you know, right. Or the old propeller driven, um, warplanes being shot down by F 14 Tomcats. Like, right. Yeah. Why would I, I want the F 14 please. Right. Like, but it doesn't make sense. It seemed like portal was more so for like creating mayhem or just bullshit, you know, fun. You know what I mean? Like running around with uh, paddles, uh, like defibrillators. Oh, yeah. You know, killing with like defibrillators. Kill like, <laughs> yeah. Or the robot mode when they were like two robots battling. Right. Yeah, the right, robot right. mode. Yeah. It seemed like you could just do whatever the heck you wanted to do right. in so, whatever era they've ever given you. Yeah. So nonsense and mayhem is just, you know, I, I understand it. I understand why you'd want to put it in there because it just adds like a different flair. And people are able to to do that. Kind of like remember when you used to do uh, Halo All Rockets? Oh yeah. And everyone just run around with rockets. Yeah, or when just you try to do Destiny All Knives or something. Yeah, like that, Destiny you know? All Knives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just melee. Like it, stuff it's like that. there's a there's or when you like the one mode on Destiny where you had Mayhem. supers all the time. Mayhem like it's just kind of awesome. fun to do those sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like a change of pace, like. You don't want to always play that way, but well, just sometimes you'd always play mayhem. You'd always play mayhem. mayhem was yeah. always a little, I would play yeah. mayhem. Yeah. That was like the only chance where I actually had, like, where I could actually compete. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the other thing is just all about your, your your gun. If you use the right gun and how quick you are using it. You know? Right. But the mayhem, you know, you popping abilities left to right. You know, you bound exactly. to get somebody get at least one kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but Portal looked cool. I think it's a good addition for everyone who's a big fan because mm-hmm. it showed. Things from every game they've ever made. Yeah, it shows their lineage, man. It yeah, shows, do, like, everything that they've done. And do all you remember, stuff. like, the one scene where, like, the grenade flew in and it had the smiley face on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, an old, you know, acknowledgement of bad company or whatever. Right. Right, so it's, like, it's just, that's cool. I think anyone who's a fan would be like, whoa, would be nerding out on that. Yeah. But for people like you and me, it's just kind of, okay, you know, yeah, that's yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. I think I'll stick to the <laughs> warfare map, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I was, but, uh, I was thinking, though, but uh, because... Because EA Play is on um, Game Pass, 
when you have Game Pass Ultimate. I should be able to play this Battlefield 2042 for free when it first comes out, right? Well, EA always has a lag. Okay. So remember, it's EA Play is attached to Game Pass Ultimate. Right. It's not like um, Game Pass Ultimate where every – so you're still under the stipulations of what EA allows, mm. right? So EA will bring that out on EA Play, but – like just like there was a lag on squadrons, uh-huh. there'll probably be a lag on twenty twenty four, I okay. believe, or twenty forty. Because I know, I know you would only get like ten hours of gameplay or something like that on it. Yeah, you might be able to try it out originally, so, I mean, but, but I there's mind no campaign. Getting ten hours of Battlefield twenty forty two, you know, gameplay on there just to just to try it out. out. You yeah, might they might give that away. They might give so, that away. That's something to, you know. But at some point in time, it will be free on there. Right. You can play the whole game as much as you want. Right. Yeah. I think I don't I don't know exactly how long. Yeah. It's if it's like six months or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's gonna be dope. So that'd be cool. So we just wait, but you know what I mean. Like, I'm gonna play that game. It's gonna be fun. The warfare mode's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. I like it because I feel like it's better for people like you and I when you have like a hundred on a hundred. Right. You're not like come on, come on. Like you have teammates all around you. Right, right, you're just right. a member and you're trying to hide and shoot. That's fun for me. Trying to be the twitch shooter like COD, mm-hmm. I can't do it, man. Like I'm just it's. I don't know if I'm older now. I mean, I used to like it when I was younger, yeah. you know, in college and stuff. But now it's like I don't have the patience for it. I wish, I wish some of these games had like some espionage type shit, you know, where you could like kill kill a member of the opposing team and then steal their clothes and then just try to run off. <laughs> that would be into dope. The, into the That'd be cool, shit, dude. You know, just, and um, you're just like behind enemy game. lines and you're just yeah, like yeah, picking people off and they don't even know. Like, oh damn, what happened, man? <laughs> that would be crazy, dude. You know what I mean? You could switch comms to talk yeah, on the other crazy. side. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh, switch comms. That's really cool. You can, like totally Switch sabotage comms, this dude. shit. Switch comms. Nah, I'll That's probably crazy. never see that, man. It would be hard. It would be hard as hell to like figure it out. But it would be like Among Us meets, you know, like Battlefield 2042. <laughs> you know, you could go in there as totally, a man. Set. That'd be crazy. But um, so another one of the games that they had uh mentioned uh was or shown is uh Lost in Random, um, and I know you were really feeling that one. Yeah, when they first showed Lost in Random, um. At E3, I think it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, their E3 live event. Yeah. It didn't look like anything special to me. It just looked like, oh, that's kind of like an artsy, like you said. Uh, it reminded me of Tim Burton. Tim Burton. With the, the, the art style. Right. And like you had a dice falling you around. Or slightly like Psychonauts. But like, yes, Psychonauts. Yeah. Actually, that's what I kind of thought was Psychonauts. I thought maybe it might be like a little platformer. Mm-hmm. But dude, when you saw the trailer for this thing... Um, it's more like a card game. They have like a full card system where you collect cards and then you like, you pause the game. It's like a, it's kind of like, um, uh, star Wars. I thought old Republic that way where like you can pause screen and like select cards and like activate them. Might give yeah. you a weapon, you know, and like you can do special attacks like and abilities. Like a lot of them revolved around the little dice, dicey or whatever that you walk around with. Yeah. You roll a dice and it gives you how many, how much abilities you get to use based off what your dice roll is. I was like, wow, I wasn't really expecting this much for him. One, combat. There was like a lot of combat in it. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of fighting. I was just like, wow, I wasn't expecting like, yeah, she has like, she's fighting like these big massive creatures. Yeah. And she's like shooting electricity at them with magic and then she's using different cards for different abilities. Yeah, she has like a slingshot. She's throwing this hammer around. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I didn't expect it to be that action oriented. I thought this was going to be more about the environment, you know, the ambiance of like the Tim Burton kind of feel. Yeah. This is more like an action game. 
And I was like, so that's what got me excited for it. That's why I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that from this. I wasn't expecting this level of, uh, of, of, uh, of extreme activity. Mm-hmm. I was expecting much lighter than that. And then with the card aspect, you know, added into it, yeah, it that was all new. Yeah. yeah, just something different. I was like, oh, dude, I love like Slay the Spire. I love a lot of these kind of card games that they have, these roguelike card games that come out. Yeah. They're like a lot of fun. Right. And like w- w- when I saw it, I was like, wow, like this actually looks dope. So I'm actually excited for this game, man. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I thought that the, uh, the, slor- the story seemed, um, you know, kind of cool or whatever. You know, this like evil queen, uh, she's rolling dice and then she ends up taking out these two sisters. I guess that could possibly like even an odd yeah 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 the two sit ones could possibly right. get her but i have a feeling you know spoiler alert i have a feeling that that dicey is just the sister the other sister like they're supposed oh, to be yeah. on a mission they're supposed to be on a mission for this girl odd or even i don't know which one she is i think it's even i think you play sister. as even you're looking yeah, for to, odd to find her yeah. sister who got um you know they got split up or whatever but i, I have a feeling that the sister might be the dicey. And she just she has just amnesia or whatever. No, that she just got changed. Like the dice can't talk. I don't think the dice was talking, was it? Oh, I don't so, know. I don't think so. If the dice yeah. can't talk, all it can do is help battle. You know what I mean? It was just using its abilities or whatever, and then probably at the end of the game, you know, uh, she gets changed back. But I could be wrong. I could be yeah. totally wrong. Hmm. But I don't know. It kind of looked like that, especially the way they were showing uh, everything. Like her sister got taken away, and then the dice was left behind like I right feel like you know, right it was like there or whatever and but, so um, the the dice end up just it goes along to help yeah, her sister out her sister, yeah. and so you're trying to kill the evil witch anyways yeah, right she gotta, yeah. yeah she gotta do what she can so it's like oh she's rolling her dice for yeah her ability or whatever yeah um it seems like an interesting game i don't know if i'll get it or not you know i might end up checking it out eventually or whatever um, I'm just not really sure. I probably just got to see more or like actually see like some actual like, full on gameplay or whatever to see if I really want to like if it's something. Well, that's that what I'm I was like really kind of like excited in. about was because I thought they sh- finally showed us kind of like some yeah, full on gameplay. A idea not a lot, just... but they go they finally gave us some meat mm-hmm. of what you're doing in this game. And when I finally saw that, I was like, dude, this looks pretty fun. Yeah. But you're right. Maybe it's a little clunkier than I think. Maybe, right, maybe it's not quite as smooth or as as, um, fluid as I would want Mm -hmm. the combat to be. Just from what I see, though, I'm pretty impressed. I wasn't expecting this from this game. But what I was pretty damn impressed about was this here uh, Grid Legends game. I was um, was looking at it kind of like like how you were, you know, and you were mentioning it before. And um, I thought that you know, most of the racing games that we play, they don't really have, like, anything um, in-depth about them. You know what I mean? It's just going on racetracks and, you know, just, you know, winning the races or whatever. Right. Not not necessarily a whole, like, storyline. I mean, sometimes you get, like, the need for speeds or uh, maybe, like, Horizon has, like, a storyline or something like that. I don't know. I don't really play too many uh, racing games. So, you know, you guys in the comments maybe tell me, uh, like, if there is a racing game that has like a, a good storyline as like, you know, like 2K or something right. like that would have uh, and recommend it, like, let me know down below. You know, if it's on Game Pass, like I'll probably create, check it out. Create a character, right? Yeah, yeah, you create your own character yeah. and then go through the story. Or Get even stats. if you got to, you know, go through the story as a character that you're going through and you're. Uh, Coming through the ranks. To get better, right. better cars right. and different things like that to improve You're just your now starting off. Yeah. 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 You know, so, uh, but this seemed like. An actual like full on story that you would be, you know, a campaign mode that you would be following, 
And um, you were impressed about the different aspect that they're going with this storyline, right? Yeah, I was really because they they started off by having like an actual real actor. Yeah. Like, you know, giving an interview or whatever, talking about his last race or his rivalry. Right. And I'm like, what am I? Is this a TV show they're launching? Yeah. And then they cut to like an in-game footage race. Right. And it looks like cars. And it it's, looks like it's cars and it's like a video game racing game, yeah. right? Like Forza. And I'm like, and then it cuts back to like a dramatic scene where maybe they're having two racers are having a conflict with each other. Right. Like it's live action. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is pretty dope. They're like melding a TV show with a video game. And so you're like watching a show, but then there's these parts that cut out and you get to race and interactively. And, and then you need to see what happens next in the start after you finish the race or whatever. Right. And it's like based off your race. I was just like, this just seems like we haven't seen a story told this way. Right. This we is we like were trying to first... think of, we, you and I were trying to think of some ways how have games ever told a story this way where you have like live action actors acting out dramatic scenes. Right. Yeah. Like all of the, the whole story mode is basically live action with this game. Right. So there is a, it's not, you know, it's not computer generated. It's not CGI. Like if you were looking at Final Fantasy or whatever, all of it is, is, is actual acting. So then, and then in between it, you have, the, the races gameplay. and stuff yeah. like that. So Such it's like, it's cool. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like you said, we were trying to to shoot some things around and I, I had swear that I had seen types of it or at least like, you know, small portions of that done before. And, you know, we thought of like Control. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Borderlands might have used like at least like real images. A couple of times, like with yeah. With the Phoenix talking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, using like a real person's face or whatever, um, showing up and maybe like one or two others. Um, like, like Noir was actually voice acted and acted yeah, on was, stage. They, yeah, they actually they just acted put the video game skin basically. Yeah, exactly. But this is motion cap. This is live literally. action drama. Right, and then on top of that, you know, they were uh, ranting and raving about how they were, or constantly uh, talking about how they had used. The, the same effects that the Mandalorian used right um in production you know so they had like the the, the green screen that they could interact with or whatever um what, right. what they were using it and stuff like that you can so, definitely see that yeah so I mean it looks it looks like it's dope um and that definitely got me more intrigued for a racing game because I haven't really that's what been I was gonna interested say. in one yeah um and you know this is EA so eventually I mean, it'll come eventually on EA it'll play. Come on EA play I think I will play, play this because I think I'm gonna be intrigued by the story yeah and I get to race in between or how cool least, is that at least be able to see like how it is yeah you know what I mean like this might even be one you can sit down with the wife right like she's watching the store the 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 cutscenes yeah the the dramatic scenes with you right and then you race and then you keep watching the show. Right. Like this seems really neat. I can definitely see myself trying this out, which I never try racing games out. Yeah. And I'm interested to find out if this is like, if they've done all of the scenarios possible, like if they've acted out, like winning, losing first, second, third. Yeah. You know, I wondered too. I wonder that exact thing. Or if it's just like, Oh, you didn't win the race. So now you got to restart it and keep, playing the race until you win the race to progress through the story. I totally thought the same thing, but, bro. Uh, that would be that would be amazing if it was like, you know, all the different Based on how I did. You lost, the so scene now changes. dude is coming talking shit to you, you know, because you lost or whatever, and now you got to try to redeem yourself the rest of the game. <laughs> totally. Or you win, and then you say a little something slick to him, and, you know, right. and then he's like on your head, and you know, all that stuff. So I'm definitely, you know, curious to see it as like, how they going to take this, and, and how much 
effort they put into it or if they just trying something cool and they got a show and then they just like oh let's throw races in the middle of this show and you know this really intrigued me man yeah so um, when you really think about it yeah yeah when Mm -hmm. you when you started like Mm -hmm. dive into it and whatnot so yeah grid legends man it's uh it's set for uh 2022 at some point it's not we didn't get an exact date so unfortunately we gotta wait until next year but you know maybe we'll be lucky enough to get it you know first quarter so by the time it hits EA play it'll be like second quarter or something like that you know not right. too long you know yeah. that we have to wait to play it absolutely um and then of course uh at the very Ooh-wee. end they didn't have a whole lot to give us but they did show us a dead space like teaser trailer um right. that it is getting remade right not a reboot but a remake this is a remake yes yeah, so we already debated this the difference between a remake and a reboot Right, yeah, and we were all hoping, you know, I'm sure you guys are hoping out there that they would just reboot the series and give us a slightly different story, you know, maybe a different person or whatever, and just expound on the Dead Space world. Um, but they're just taking what's been there, and they're going to remake it. Now, obviously, this isn't no, like, you know, bullshit remake, you know, where they just, like, enhance the graphics, right? They're going to try to give it, like, Glorified a, remaster. A, dark, a Demon Souls type of remake you know what i mean so i'm 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 glad about that but um hearing that you know for one hearing that dead space is finally gonna uh be remade or whatever um and that well that dead space is coming out and that it will be a remake how do you feel about that so a couple things i'll say um when you watch this little teaser trailer it says at the very bottom that it's game engine footage which represents the game in development. Yeah. So when you watch this this little teaser, all the footage you see is is game engine. So this is how the game will look. Yeah. So we are at least are given how the game will look, and I will say I'm blown away. Hmm. This is as this is as big a transformation of a game, in my opinion, as Demon Souls was to the Demon Souls remake. Yeah. Like this is a serious remake. Mm-hmm. So that I'm excited for. The next thing that I noticed was at the very end of the teaser trailer, it says available on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. This is not available no from previous gen. what I can tell now, on last gen. So you can't play this on your PS4. And so that's also good news because yeah. that means we're going to get some high quality content here hopefully right yeah 60 fps 4k ray tracing all that good stuff we're gonna get and so i didn't originally want a remake we talked about this we wanted a reboot like god of war we wanted the same kind of game but in a whole kind of new setting new environment new way to play Mm -hmm. different style but better right we're getting a remake here, but I will say that I'm not as disappointed as I was going to be because I really did like the Demon Souls remake. Yeah. And that was worth it to me. Playing through that game again with all that new engine mm-hmm. made it worth it to me to play it through again. So I definitely think, dude, that I'm definitely going to be playing this. I know I said I wasn't sure if it was going to be a remake if I would even bother playing it. Right. But seeing how dope this looks, that looks like a huge huge fidelity boost like that's a huge boost man so i'm really curious to see how it plays and looks this should be really cool so i'm actually i'm excited for it what about you yeah um i'm 
I'm disappointed that it wasn't a reboot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did I did enjoy Dead Space. So I will play it. But it's just a matter of when I'll play it. You're not like a day one guy? Nah. This yeah. won't be a day one for me. Uh, just because it is a remake. Um, you know, Demon Souls, I love I love like the Souls franchise. So um but it still wasn't a day one for me at that point just because you didn't have the playstation 5 at that yeah, point yeah i didn't but well, I, yeah because i didn't have the playstation 5 but i also didn't i still don't want to pay full price for a game that's been out already you know what i mean so um you know i, I think i'll wait for this one and see uh how people receive it and whether or not this ends up being one of those things that uh you know that people play quickly and then sell back or what? But I think I'll try to buy this like from a secondhand market, you know. Now, when I can find a good deal on it, you know, maybe get it around like the forty dollar price or something like that, you know, close to like forty, thirty. Um, as long as it's below fifty, I- I'll be pretty cool with it, um, because that's as much as I pay for Demon Souls. And uh, yeah, I had to wait, but I probably, I probably would have gotten one of the other games if there was any other games. I don't know if there was any other games. I think, I think at that point when the console released. That Demon Souls might have been one of the only games that we could have possibly gotten, mm-hmm. so I would have therefore gotten that for whatever. Because it was for but, seventy, because that was all you could get. Yeah, yeah, but I because agree. Because I have options now, I agree. I can just hold off a little bit for Death Space. I see, and wait until it's a little bit cheaper. If there was a so game I'll drought, then you would more so consider getting it day right. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it was, if there's like nothing coming out, mm-hmm. but there are some things that are coming out, you know, beforehand. So it's like I might. There might just be a couple of things that just slip under my radar or mm-hmm. I just didn't get because I chose to get this. And so, therefore, I might not I, – I, I could probably wait to get Dead Space until I get it for a cheaper price. Whereas with Demon's Souls, mm-hmm. if I had the console off rip, there wasn't anything. So that would have probably been my number one. I can't Besides wait to see, like, hours. the gameplay. Like yeah. how your character looks running through the world. Right. To like, see that 60 frames per second movement, man. That's what I want to see. And all those new renderings and fidelities. Like I'm really curious to see how it looks. Yeah. I and that see will might they'll... that might be more of a selling point once we see that. Yeah. I want to see if they'll add some some stuff in there. It'd be nice if they could just If it's different, right? There, if it's yeah. a little different, then that might be more Maybe even. Maybe give us that director's cut, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, some things that they might have cut out before, but they had all of the all of the info on it. You know, all of the coding there. That's what's so weird to me when they say that they wanted to remake this game in the vein of Resident Evil, Uh like 7 and 8. Right. It's like, because this doesn't seem like it's going to be an entirely new story. It looks like it's Demon's Souls. Like, it's literally the same as that game, just redone, Mm -hmm. right? Remade from ground up. Yep. So I don't see how that quote follows because Resident Evil 7 is like a whole different game than what the Resident Evils were. They went like a different, you know direction right completely different creative direction where this doesn't seem like they're going creatively really different they're just making it prettier the same world prettier yeah like like demon souls Mm -hmm. so i don't know what they mean by that which is why i wonder if there will be like you're saying like a director's cut like additional things here that we didn't get in the first one yeah that make it feel a little different creatively than what the first one felt like right i mean that would that would be dope you know if they if they add a little something extra to it you know what I mean? Give it the, give it its own flair. That makes it even more worthwhile getting it. You know what when, I mean? When do you think we'll see gameplay? Um, I mean, that was like the smallest of the smallest. Taste. Uh, I know. It's such a taste. So I feel like we won't actually see like 
gameplay for this thing until like mid or end of next year. End of next year? Yeah. I'm thinking I mean, end of next have, year too. They have all of the data and stuff here, right? If they're doing anything like Bluepoint did, Bluepoint was able to get the whole package and everything from 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 software. Um and then they just took that rebuilt and they started it. to modify yeah. that. Yeah. They didn't just like rebuild it from the ground up, you know, basing everything off of that. They literally took, you know, the, the, the bones the information yeah. and and then expounded off that. So if they're doing that same thing, then everything is there. All they have to do is just spruce everything up and then modify some things that they want to fix or update. So, you know, hopefully this that will not take as long. This feels like a 2023 earliest kind of game. Mm, maybe. I think. But I definitely I definitely agree some sometime close to the end of 2022. We'll see some so footage. We can get first quarter yeah. 2023 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what but I'm thinking. I feel like we won't see more gameplay until end like towards the end right. of 2022. This isn't coming out next year, that's for certain. Yeah. But it depends how far out it is. I think yeah. earliest twenty twenty three, which could be possible. Yeah. Depending on the direction like you're saying they go. If they go with the bones, take the bones and just rebuild on it, then we can maybe see it earlier. Mm -hmm. If they're doing something different, yeah. And we just haven't been told yet, then maybe it could take longer. But um I guess it just we'll have to wait and see what footage we get. Yeah. I uh it's been so long since I've played the original Dead Space. Mm -hmm. Um that I, I'm kind of uh curious how much i'll recall from it and if i'll notice the differences you know will it be something like how we saw um the knight jump over the fence to get down into the second area right we're like what know, and that, and that i don't even like, that's crazy so yeah. they never did that before. yeah exactly <laughs> you always just fell off an edge you right know, to get down there you just fell like down that. straight yeah <laughs> you didn't have like yeah, the motion yeah like, uh -huh. you know kind of like a, an action or whatever you know so you know, that type of stuff would be cool. But, um, yeah, man. 2008 Neat. is when that shit first came Whoa. out. So, so let's say it comes time. out like 2023. That's 15 years. That's a long That's time. That's a long <laughs> break for that game, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. And they did. It looks like they did a couple of uh, spinoffs, too. So maybe they... Maybe they do something where they compile all of the spinoffs and stuff like that, like into one. Or maybe, I don't know. yeah. But yeah, so um, look out for that. Uh, if you guys are interested in, in Dead Space, I know probably a lot of you are uh, interested in Dead Space. Absolutely. If you're not, so, you should be. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, it's uh, it's you know, it's getting updated. You know, um, but that is all we have for you guys uh this week. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Uh, you know, comment down below if there was anything that you really uh, liked from EA Play. Mm -hmm. Um, also let us know if you guys got the Steam Deck and like which one you guys decide to go with. Um, because are you I getting it on release day or how long are you waiting to get yours? Right, yeah, give us like your time frame. Like, yeah, how long you gotta wait. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see like you know his is like midish 2022, so I'm trying to see like how far back they've gone so far already. Like how long they're you know gonna keep doing this, you know. Because I haven't pre-ordered mines, but if I don't have to pay anything for it, and it's like next year, that's plenty of time for me to put $5 a week. Right, you got like eight months or whatever, it. yeah. And just get the <laughs> Ten months, yeah, like that, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, so. um, yeah. And you don't have to actually buy it. So you can put your $5 down, and if it comes time to buy yours and you can't afford it, you don't have to buy it. Right, right, right. So, yeah, because they're going to ask you. I kind of just wanted to get a spot in line, right, right for the I five bucks. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, so until next week. 
Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you later. Deuces. Peace. See you. I love you, me.